Do the Maryland Terps go bowling again? And how high is their ceiling? Could it be nine or 10 wins for Mike Loxley? We will discuss that today. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. And, of course, thank you for making us your first listen or watch of the day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. On today's show, we're going to take a close look at the Maryland Terps football team and what kind of expectations they have for themselves. Look, they are not a perfect football team. But we will take a look at their schedule and a game-by-game analysis. And i got to be honest, I like how their schedule shakes out. We will discuss win totals not only for them, but also at the end of the show because today's picks can picks. And, of course, since we don't have games yet, we will take a look at the Vegas win-loss totals over-unders and have a lot of fun on our final segment. So hang around, see how your team is expected to do this season and be sure to subscribe and follow locked on big 10 for free, wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right. When we start with Maryland football, we start with Mike Loxley and their head football coach. And of course, uh, last year, a quick recap, eight wins, Four and five in the East. Obviously, they're in the toughest division, the East division, arguably the toughest division in all of college football there in the Big Ten. But 15 wins over two years. You know what that means? They're beating the teams that they are supposed to beat. And uh, we'll see how they do with some of the uh, tougher opponents. And we'll take a look at them in their schedule this year. They've also had five players uh, taken in this past draft of 2023 that they'll have to replace. But there is there's talent flowing through Maryland here. Interesting little sidebar. In a season in which they won eight games and went to a bowl game, uh, in which they won 16-12 to against NC State in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, still a lot of transfers, a lot of players transferring out, um, like over 20. Maybe that's nothing, but um, some players coming in too, so we'll take a look at that. And when you talk about Maryland football, you start with Talia Tonga-Viola, their quarterback, yes, that is the brother of Tua, the Miami Dolphins, in case you don't follow uh, Maryland football regularly. Those that do know for sure. And uh, big expectations for him this year. Of course, last year had a knee injury later in the season, 18 touchdowns and eight interceptions. That's down from his 26 touchdowns in 2021. So big expectations for him. A lot of preseason award watch lists for him. A lot of people are expecting a big season on him. I mean, he owns already a dozen Maryland school passing records, and he'll just break more and keep climbing the charts. He was second team all Big Ten last year. So all set at quarterback for Maryland. Let's take a look at some of his help in the backfield with uh, with the running backs as well. Uh, Roman Hemby will come back uh, this year at running back. And this is a guy that is uh, third in the nation among all FBS freshmen in yards from scrimmage with 1,287, started all 13 games, rushed for 989 yards, 5.3 yards per carry, very explosive. He scored 10 touchdowns, and he's academic All-Big Ten, plus honorable mention All-Big Ten. So 
starting running back. They're good. Just shy of a thousand yards. Would have got it, but they got a nice one, two punch. Uh, Antoine Littleton, nothing little about Littleton, 235 pounds, muscled his way in for five touchdowns this past season. And also let's not forget Raymond Brown. He might get some more snaps this season as well. So a full deep running back room for the Maryland Terps. So let's now look at wide receiver. Lost a couple of wide receivers to the NFL and also a tight end to the Alabama uh, to Alabama in the transfer portal. Tyrese Chambers, he's a transfer in from FIU and on a lot of preseason award watch lists also. In his two years at FIU, 96 catches, 1,618 yards, and 13 touchdowns. This guy could be explosive as he steps up to the next level. Also junior transfer, Caden Prather. He comes in from West Virginia where he's played in 20 games, so a lot of experience there. Also coming back to the Terps, uh, Jashawn Jones. This guy led the Terps 44 catches last year, 557 yards, in addition to four touchdown catches. Not only an academic all-Big Ten guy, but also a two-time Big Ten distinguished scholar. Super smart. You know, I like the smart athletes. And tight end uh, Corey Deitches, honorable mention, all-Big Ten in 2022. Deitches has a reception in 14 straight games. And anytime you look at highlights of him, He's one of these guys is just wide open. He, he gets open for his quarterback. He is a great tool and very valuable on this offense and can make some big plays. So the skill possessions, not in bad shape at all if you're Maryland. Let's take a look, though, at the offensive line. They leaked oil a lot last year, a lot of pressures and all that stuff. Colton Deary, offensive lineman, he actually hit the transfer portal. He's out. That was 10 games and two starts as a freshman last year. Sad to see him go if you're a Terps fan. However, at left tackle, you got a senior transfer in Gottlieb uh, Ayedzi, a 6'5", 300-pounder from Frostburg State, transferring in, going to a bigger school, bigger conference, bigger program. But uh, he was uh, part of a team that uh, led rushers. They had 2,000 yards rushing and 15 touchdowns. He was a big, big part of that. So we'll see what he does on the offensive line at Maryland. Also tackled to Mark Glaze, one of the best Big Ten tackles. And he started all 13 games last year. He's versatile. He can play both left tackle or right tackle. I think he will play at uh, right tackle this year for the most part. And one of these guys that every time you grade him out in the film room after a game, always grades out well, does not miss a lot of assignments on on play-by-play. So very good. And an academic All-Big Ten guy. So some talent up there on the offensive line. Let's now focus on the defense. Only 24 sacks last year. They could use more pressure up front. And Mosiah Nasili Kite transferred to Auburn. So they lost him, no doubt about it. That's, that's going to hurt a little bit. They, digged, um, they do have uh, edge rusher Donnell Brown from St. Francis coming in. He's 6'3", 240 pounds, had 10 and a half sacks, 23 tackles for loss in three years there. Again, a kid making a jump to a higher level. We'll see what he can do. And also to help out with some depth, Jordan Phillips, he comes in from Tennessee, only played a handful of games there. So he comes in with four years of eligibility and, and plenty of chance to grow with Maryland. At linebacker, here's where I want to kind of focus a little bit defensively. Their starters are good, but they're not really deep. So attrition, health, that's going to be very important. Injuries, but right now, uh, Jay Sean uh, Barham is on the inside. Started 12 games as a freshman. This guy's got a lot of people's attention. Coming in as a freshman and playing so well, uh, all sorts of freshman of the year accolades. 
And uh, coming out of high school, he did choose Maryland uh, instead of schools like South Carolina, Penn State, and Oklahoma. Could have gone anywhere he wanted. But he's from District Heights in Maryland and wanted to stay close to home. Can't really blame him. Uh, also, Ruben Hippolyte. He needs to get in the backfield more, but obviously a pretty good player at linebacker. At corner, uh, Jaquan Shepard. He was a, he comes in from Cincinnati, transferring in. This is a huge get because this guy is going to be playing on Sundays in the NFL. So that's a that's a great get for Maryland. Bo Braid comes back. He was honorable mention, all Big Ten. Led the team in tackles last year, four tackles for loss, two interceptions, five pass breakups, and two forced fumbles. One of those guys you got to have on the defense is a great nose for the football. And Avante Williams also comes in from Miami to help out with a little bit of depth. All right, so that's how the team looks now going into the season. I always like to take a little peek into the future a little bit with the recruits, class of 2024. Right now, some ranking services have them ranked in the top 60, top 57. Not great. Still some players coming in, but the top of the list, running back DeWan Williams, a 5'10 power runner from Baltimore, is already signed up and ready to go. couple of linebackers, Keyshawn Flowers from Maryland, staying in state. That's a good get. And Justin Okoronkwo from Germany, going to play linebacker as well. And edge rusher Anthony Reddick comes in from Hampton, Virginia. So those are some of the top gets they've gotten so far when you look at recruiting. So we've taken a look at the roster, taken a look at Maryland football, by the way, just right there, Maryland football. Got everybody represented here behind me on the wall uh, for those of you watching on YouTube and video. Um, as we look forward to the upcoming season, we will check out the schedule. I mentioned at the top, look, it's a tough schedule. They're all tough. I like how it lays out. And I think it's very favorable. And I think Maryland, if everything bounces right, could have a high win total. We will talk about that as we continue on Locked On Big Ten. We are brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks, for example. And you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Can't beat it. That's $200. You get spending betting everything from the money line to the over-under. Who's going to hit their first home run? Who's going to strike out first? It's going to be a stolen base. All kinds of prop bets. That's the fun way to go with baseball and get through the summer until we count it down to football season. Uh, it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. Everybody loves that. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, let's take a moment now and break down the schedule for Maryland. And if you have watched any of our other podcasts or listened to any of our other podcasts, you know that I give you a pretty honest assessment of where I think the teams will land in the win-loss total. And then, by the way, uh, coming up, we're going to look at all the teams because that's what we're going to do on our picks again picks to close out the week here, win-loss totals. So hang around, find out where your favorite team falls in line with what I think. Uh, no matter what I think, right, wrong, indifferent, well, it's never indifferent, but go ahead and comment to me on Twitter at TalkBig10 or comments on YouTube. I always get back to those. All right, on to the schedule. Maryland opens up on September 2nd, 3.30 game against Towson. Should be a nice warm-up and a nice W. And then on the ninth week later, a night game against Charlotte. This is a team they beat 56-21 to 21 last year. And then in week three, I think the first – Pivotal game of the season for Maryland. It is at home against Virginia under the lights, 7 o'clock. That is a Friday night game, by the way. Virginia, is a, was last year anyway, was a turnover-prone team. They got down early and, uh, and then had some problems. So if, if that can remain true, I think Maryland could start out here 3-0 with a game, game four on the 23rd. At Michigan State, that's a team they beat last year, 27-13. I think Michigan State's getting better, so maybe they close the gap a little bit. It's on the road, 3-30 game. They're going to be tough, but maybe just very maybe a, a winnable game. And then they close out the game uh, this is the month of September on the 30th, hosting Indiana. And they won at Bloomington last year, 38-33. Um, that was the game where Tonga Boyola hurt his knee. But if they can win that, if they can win that, the first five games for Maryland, they could be 5-0, and oh, maybe 4-1 and one, right out of the box. Great start. All right? So they got that. Now moving forward, October 7th at Ohio State. Look, I tell this to everybody, that's going to be a tough one, right? Ohio State, they're loaded. It's at Ohio State. That's good. I don't know that Maryland wins that football game. But again, I got them starting out 5-0 or 4-1, going into the Ohio State game. Then the following week, October 14th, taking on Illinois. I think that's going to be a battle. It's going to be a tough game. Could go either way. We'll put an asterisk by that one. But the Ohio State and the Illinois game going into the bye. They come out of the bye. They got Northwestern at Northwestern. That's a game they should win. They won last year 31-24. And good thing, too, because the following week, Penn State and Maryland didn't even score against Penn State last year. They got to improve there, close the gap. It was 30 to nothing. Um, but this year it's at Maryland. Followed by another game that I'm going to put an asterisk by because I don't know how it's going to go. On the road at Nebraska. By now, Matt Rule system is in place. And uh, I think they will be improved this year. I think it is a winnable game for Maryland, but you know, by no means a gimme. And then after that, they take on Michigan. Lost to Michigan 34-27. Played them pretty tough. At, uh, at the big house last year. This year, it's at Maryland. And then closing out the season at Rutgers, a team that Maryland beat 37 to nothing. So you add it all up. Again, the key, the 5-0 and start, the 4-1 start, if they can do that, I think worst-case scenario, it looks like a 7-5 season. Best-case scenario, maybe 9-3. and If everything rolls, and again, attrition is important, health is important, they're thin at some positions. Got to stay away from the injuries. But this is a team that has been winning the games it is supposed to win under Mike Loxley. And if you got uh, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, 
if those are your three losses and if you can win the rest, you can, you can have a magical nine and three season, get to a bowl game, win that hit 10 wins. It's possible. That's the ceiling as I see it. Will there be a hiccup here and there? Sure. Will there be injuries here and there? Yes, most likely. So I don't know, seven, eight, nine wins. It's anywhere in that range. But if things go right, it could be a really, really good season for the Maryland football team. All right. How do you see it? Hit me up on Twitter at talk big 10. You think I'm nuts? Hit me up. Talk to me at talk big 10 on Twitter, or leave me a comment uh, on YouTube. I'd, I'd love to get back to you and hear from you on that. Thank you for uh, making lockdown big 10, your first listen each and every day. And you everydayers out there, you know who you are. Our next show will take an early look at the Iowa Hawkeyes football team. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, share, follow, and like locked on big 10. Coming up next, our weekly feature, our pigskin picks. We're going to look at win-loss totals according to Vegas. And I'll give you my prediction, just like I did with the Maryland football schedule. We'll do everybody. Win totals. Are we going to go over? Are we going to go under? All that is coming up as we continue on Locked on Big Ten. All right, let's do this. Uh, our fun segment at the end, they're all fun. Our segment here at the end, our benchmark, if you will, uh, once the season is rolling, we're going to look at pigskin picks here on Lockdown Big Ten. And uh, Vegas has set a number for over-unders. You bet over, you bet under. Uh, great segment on uh, FanDuel, by the way, just throwing that out there. So let's take a look here. And we'll start it out. They've got uh, Ohio State and Michigan both at 10 and a half wins. Um, I like the over on both of these. I think they, they both are going to be 11 win teams. And at the least, I think there's a, there's an argument to be made. They both could be undefeated when they face each other at the end of the season, Penn state going to be right on their heels. And if one of them trips up, Penn state will be there. I like the slight over on Penn state. They have them listed at nine and a half. By the way, I got all these on graphic on video on YouTube. If you're watching, uh, you already know that if you're listening on the audio podcast only, uh, we'll run through them here in detail and describe what we're seeing on screen, but feel free to always watch on YouTube as well. The Wisconsin Badgers, uh, a team we have previewed before, they have them at nine wins. I have them at just a hair under. I think maybe they're an eight-win team this year, seven or eight wins, and uh, Luke Fickle putting in his own system, his own players. I am just slightly under. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, I think a very difficult team to handicap. They are at seven and a half. I'm going to put them at under because I think they're about a seven win team this year. That'll be the team we preview on our, uh, our next podcast on lockdown, big 10. Who knows? I may, I may change my mind when we go through their schedule on our second segment on the next podcast, Maryland at seven wins. I just made a strong case how they could be over seven wins. So I take them uh, over Minnesota at six and a half. We previewed Minnesota before. I think they're just a hair under at five or six wins this year. Illinois, they have them at uh, six and a half. I'm going to say over. They were eight wins last year. They lost some talent to the NFL, but I think slightly over for Illinois is very reasonable. Nebraska at six. That feels like a push to me. I think there'll be some improvement this year with Matt Rule. I think they're right there at about six wins. If so, they could go bowling. Michigan State at five and a half. I think they're going to be improved. I don't know by how much. That's the key. I mean, it, uh, six, seven wins. 
We talked about them in our, our preview as well. Uh, Purdue at five and a half. I have them under. I think Purdue's about anywhere between three, four, or five wins this year. Rutgers at four and a half. I have them at slightly over. I think they're about a five-win team, maybe six if things go right. Indiana at three and a half. I think that is low. I think they're, I mean, at the very least, a four-win team. Uh, they can maybe get a, another win or two here, maybe. And Northwestern at three and a half. I'll take the under, a one-win team. They got to show me what they can do. Maybe, I mean, if they win two, they double their win total from the year before. Three and a half might be a bit aggressive. Sorry, Northwestern. We're going to take the under on that one. So that is a look at our over-unders on the graphic for the season for our pigskin picks. Again, during the season, we will actually pick games. Uh, a money line we will let you handle the point spreads, but we'll have a lot of fun with that. Okay? Uh, want to thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. And you everydayers, our next show, we'll take an early look at the Iowa Hawkeyes football team. I'm excited about that. I think they're going to have an interesting year. In the meantime, those of you who are already checking us out, spread the word. We want to grow our club here, just a, a Big Ten club, all right? So check us out, Lockdown Big Ten. Many ways for you to interact with me. I've mentioned it many times, uh, at Talk Big Ten on Twitter and comments on YouTube. Uh, are always, always welcome. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it is available. Hit the button down below and subscribe. It's real easy, and you'll be doing me a personal favorite. I appreciate that. Now, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. Thank you for checking us out and uh, making us part of your day uh, we really appreciate it. Really enjoy getting together each and every day. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.